the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Yeah, talk about you can't make things up like this. Yeah, wait till you hear the next story. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It is the four o'clock hour. An absolutely miserable Friday afternoon. Eh, we could have a foot of snow. It could be uh, five below zero. Eh, well, not this time of year, but it could be really cold and snowy. And So uh, I'll take the wind and the rain. I will. Uh, delighted to have the privilege of being your host this afternoon, uh, knowing that you're on that side of the microphone, and you give me the privilege of being on this side of the microphone. And... Uh, Listen, folks, I am very, very aware of what a privilege this is. And uh, I didn't earn it and probably don't deserve it. But I am blessed to have this platform every day and to have the most incredible listening audience on planet Earth. Uh, Speaking of you can't make this up, Another President Biden story, and I'll get to that in just a moment, but when I was talking about the most incredible radio audience on earth, that's you folks. Uh, Just a quick note, uh, our Bible League campaign is coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, It's actually officially started now. You can go to the website, thewordcolumbus.com, and uh, buy Bibles, $5 a Bible. There's a matching grant. Every dollar is doubled. Uh, By far, this is the largest goal of the year for us. But it's Bibles. It's God's Word. And some of you, we haven't even officially begun the campaign. Some of you have already given. I don't know whether you called 800-YES-WORD or whether you went online. I don't know, but I got a report this morning. I'll get reports every day. Uh, Some of you have already given, and I thank you for that. Now, uh, you can start giving now. The official campaign is towards the end of the month, but I would love to get a big running start. I would say most of you are familiar with Bible League, and you know what a worthy cause it is, providing Bibles primarily for the persecuted church around the world. Bibles. Five bucks provides a Bible. Uh, Anyway, uh, to those of you who have already given, thank you, thank you, thank you. You can start giving now at thewordcolumbus.com. Just click on the uh, Bible League banner. Or you can call 800-YES-WORD. Now, if you call, make sure you tell the folks at the Bible League that you are calling from WRFD or Bob Bernie Live. 
Either way, just make sure that you do that. All right? Uh, I heard this yesterday, and I thought, this is hysterical, although it's really sad. (laughs) Uh, Here's the headline. Biden proposes sweeping $1.6 billion crackdown on pandemic aid fraudsters. The president says, you can't hide. Yeah. President Biden yesterday unveiled a sweeping plan to go after COVID-19 pandemic and fraudsters who stole billions of taxpayer dollars and to help victims who lost their benefits to identify thieves. And here's where it gets really funny. I mean, sometimes you just have to laugh or you'll cry. The White House proposes to spend $1.6 billion investigating and prosecuting systemic pandemic fraud. Okay. It is estimated that over $5 billion was stolen in COVID fraud, in several of the COVID plans and so forth. All right? About $5 billion was lost through fraud. That's bad. Okay? But the president is going to spend almost $2 billion to make an attempt to find the people who did it. Well, how's he going to do that? More bureaucracy. You mean to tell me we don't have resources available right now in the Justice Department, other places? No. Uh, Biden is requesting $300 million to hire new investigators. $300 million to hire new investigators. Uh, he's going to invest $600 million to strengthen fraud prevention. Well, wait, 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 wait. $600 million to strengthen fraud prevention? That's preventative. That's not getting it back. So, it says, Biden proposes sweeping $1.6 billion crackdown on pandemic aid fraudsters, but $600 million of that is to prevent future fraud. Um, I, I, no, I'm not the smartest person in the world, not the brightest bulb in the candelabra, but I would assume we already have laws against this, and we simply need to start enforcing current laws. And then, lastly... The president proposes $400 million in new spending to provide help to victims of identity fraud, which really doesn't have anything to do with COVID. So of the $1.6 billion that he says, we're going to get this back and we're going to find those people, a very small portion of that $1.6 billion is actually going after the people who stole all this money from the federal 
government. Mm. So it, it, here's my, my question. Who lost all this money? The government? Through lax programs? Lax enforcement? Willy-nilly just throwing out checks? And why did that happen? Votes. You know, votes. So here's the ultimate irony for me. Maybe this would make sense to you. The federal government is ultimately responsible for losing $5.4 billion in fraud. And so the federal government is primarily responsible for the fraud. Now, they didn't commit the fraud, but they allowed it. And so the same federal government that is responsible for losing $5.4 billion is going to spend $1.6 billion trying to get it back But in the final analysis, a very small portion of that is actually going to try to get any of that money back. Most of it is new bureaucracy. And like I said, you can't make this up. $600 million will create 10 new DOJ strike force teams. Um... So what are we going to actually gain out of this? Almost nothing. They're just throwing more money at it and losing more money. Like I said, you you can't make this up. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 877- Two six two fifty four eighty three. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. It's Friday, and uh, we defer to the phones as often as possible. I've got Jack and Logan calling. Jack, thank you for calling. You are on the air. Welcome. Hi, Pastor Bob. Thanks for the welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. What's on your mind? I, uh, I'm i one of the victims of the uh, pandemic scam, unemployment scam. Really? How is that? Yes, sir. Um, and only by accident did I, discover, did I discover that I was a victim. Yeah. I received a letter in September that um, Job and Family Services wanted me to contact them and uh, uh, wanted to know, should I, uh, did I want to continue my unemployment uh, money from the pandemic mm-hmm. provided by the federal government? Well, I didn't pay attention to the letter. I just threw it away because uh, I hadn't applied for it. I haven't worked uh, since I retired from Armco Steel some years ago. Yeah. And uh, 
In October, I received another letter. Do you want to continue your your pandemic unemployment money? So I thought, well, I better find out about this. Yeah. So I called uh, uh, Job and Family Services. Well, uh, she said, we don't handle that. said, you can't uh, report a scam. I said, why? Have I been scammed? Well, if you if you didn't receive any unemployment, yes, the money was given to someone else wow. in your name. No kidding. <laughs> so, so immediately I called the attorney general's office. Attorney general's office says, no, we don't handle that report of fraud for the unemployment or the pandemic money. Mm-hmm. So uh, they gave me a phone number for... Job and family services. <laughs> so, so I call them again. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, the bureaucracy is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, so I call this number. Well, it says uh, you have 49 minutes of wait time. And every minute they said, they would come on and say, you have now 47 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now you have 30 minutes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now let me so guess. Down would to you the f- zero. And, and they and, hung up on you. They hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I, so knew I, that was coming. I, I knew I that was coming. I knew that was coming. I know. I live out of town. I go to Logan to the Job and Family Services then uh, the following week on Monday morning, I believe it was. Yeah. She says, oh, you. We, you can't report that to us. <laughs> you got to call the attorney general's office. Oh, no. no. She, said she gave me the same number I called the week before. <laughs> so, so we're in her second week of trying to report this. And she said, oh, you're the third third uh, retiree, old fella. You're not the oldest that's been here today. We just had a 93-year-old man that left that has had the same trouble you're having. Oh, my goodness. So, And you're just trying to report it because... It, that's all it I'm trying to do is report it. it, it you, did, you didn't lose anything. You just wanted to do what was right. Right. Well, I would be paying in, income taxes on it for 2020. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, the, I didn't think God about family that. Family Service would send me a 1099. I would be paying taxes on that. Oh, On my that money that goodness. they were continuing to pay. So, I, I I didn't I didn't call this number until Friday afternoon at almost four o'clock. Yeah, I had a twenty five minute wait. At the end of twenty five minutes, I got through to someone. She said, "Yes, we see where that was paid, and they used your uh, online medical records." Wow. Your wife also was was scammed, and they used her online medical records, same phone number, and same uh, job, uh, company they used to work for. Yeah. Uh, and she said, "We uh, thanks to safeguards and the uh, Secretary of State, we were aware that she had died. And she, she they didn't get any money in her name. Huh. But we did pay money in your name, and eventually it stopped. And it went to, we can even tell you where the money went to, South Africa. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So uh, now they don't need $1.6 billion to investigate because 
they knew in 2020 it went to South Africa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Jack. My goodness. Well, thanks thanks for calling and sharing, but what a sad commentary on our bureaucracy. Um, All right, Jack, well, thanks. I want to mention one thing, Bob. Sure. Uh, when you were talking about the snow in California. Yeah. And you living you living near L.A.? Yeah. Well, I was in San Diego in 1967, and it snowed on these, around the middle of December, 15th, 17th of December in San Diego when I was stationed there after returning from a, a Vietnam tour. Oh. And there were accidents on Interstate 5 and everywhere. People were out buying snow tires. I mean, it was hilarious. Well, in December of 67, I was in South Carolina, so I wasn't in... Well, I'll take that back. I went home for Christmas that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was before Christmas. Okay. About 10 days. Yeah, I, 10 I, yeah, I, 10 I, I would have been in South Carolina. Well, uh-huh. yeah. It was hilarious. All but right. From Ohio, I didn't think anything about it. I just drove right on to work. Well, of course. Of <laughs> course. To the base, I mean, but... Uh, yeah. It did snow in Southern California in December of 67. See, I don't ever remember snow. I remember it getting cold enough. Mm-hmm. A, a, a couple of times during my entire childhood, I would put a, a bowl of water on the back porch, and it would have a little sheet of ice on the top of it in the morning. And I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world, mm-hmm. that ice actually froze on our back porch. <laughs> It it didn't take much to excite us in Southern California, really. I couldn't didn't. get over Christmas and the warm weather and yeah. folks with Christmas lights and trees. Yeah. And... All right, Jack, I got to go. Thanks okay, so much Bob. for calling. I appreciate it. All right. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Al in Westerville, just chill out, Al. Don't, don't get mad. I'm going to come to you as soon as we return from this break. I got to I got to treat Al real carefully. Just I have to treat him with kid gloves. <laughs> All right. Quick break. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.